0: Back to old school with DP and J on ninety three seven The Ticket and the dot com. Welcome
1: back. <laughs> Welcome back, to old school. 93.7 The Ticket, the ticketfm.com. Rico and Jay Foreman taking you through the day And the rest of the week As DP is out in North Carolina Doing some business Taking care of business Not sure exactly what that business is But it's his And I will leave him to it
0: Yeah man, I think uh, he said he's doing a couple speeches So i uh, more proud to him Keynote
1: Keynote speak-
0: speaker yeah. He's good with words Yeah He's
1: good at talking So he'll, he'll be good at that But so, Mr. Jay Foreman Nebraska men's basketball this off has been crazy, for lack of a better word. They discontinued the the position that Doc Sadler had next to to uh, Fred Hoyberg. They parted ways with Matt Abdalmasi. They lost a player development coach in Buzzy Carruthers. Uh, they lost three players. Well, one player to the draft, two players just to, to you know, entering in for draft considerations or, or, or grad, two players to graduation, um, rebuilt their roster again right? and brought in some highly touted newcomers. And then yesterday we find out that one of the remaining assistants – oh, they also hired an assistant, um, a defensive assistant or more of a defensive-minded assistant. Um, and now they're losing an assistant as Armand Gates – announced yesterday or it was announced that Armand Gates will be leaving Nebraska for I believe the same position at Oregon. Right. <laughs> your 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 first thought on Armand Gates leaving.
0: Uh I'm not is I'm not surprised. I don't think it's a negative. Um I think it's a positive because I mean first of all, he's a, I think he was a holdover from 10 miles, right? Yes, but it
1: was they they wanted to keep him
0: exactly. Yeah. So, but he also had other options then as well. Yes. So I'm not surprised because he's well thought of in the in the coaching ranks. So I don't think it's a you know a negative or indictment on the program. Now the timing is odd because it's so late. You know. Now that's probably the only thing I'm like, dang, that's kind of odd on a, you know, off July day. I think I knew about it like Monday or something, or maybe even the weekend, mm-hmm. maybe even last week, but um. I don't think anything big of it. I think it's not ideal for a coach like Fred Horberg in this type of situation when you just talked about the, you know, you lose Bryce, you lose Trey, you lose um, the French connection, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You lose Latman playing pros, which you kind of knew. These are all you kind of knew. You lose Verge, Verge, you lose Webster. But you kind of knew. You knew that Verge and Webster weren't coming back. No, they were graduating. Right, and so, but then – so you, you automatically knew that you could forecast some sort of transition. I'm sure they forecasted Bryce going into the draft. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably forecasted Trey might go with them, but maybe had a little bit of pause because Trey was hurt, right? And so you really – these those things really was just kind of just natural. And then, you know, you you Doc and, and Matt, which is definitely, I'm assuming, didn't forecast one or definitely both being gone. So then you got to replace him or one of them or, you know, you hire an assistant. Then you got to go out and recruit. I think they did a good job like that. And you almost kind of have to do almost identity identity change on the assistant coach. We're like we're going to put a lot of emphasis on defense, some trapping zones, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, and really doing some self scout, some things that we were very, very you know, not we weren't really, really good at.
1: Less of an emphasis on recruiting, more of an emphasis on, on on the court production, right?
0: And and get guys that can play roles and stuff like that. So that's a learning process. And so you have to give them kudos that they did that self evaluation. Mm-hmm try to go out and fix it you get sam greasel kind of out of nowhere because sam greasel had you know pro uh options as well mm-hmm. um especially over i think in germany i can't speak for him but i'm just uh, from what i a little bit of i know you get him local kid wanted to be at Nebraska, and then you go out and recruit some guys you get mm-hmm. blaze you get lloyd You're so bringing you bring in a
1: starter from a from another yeah, uh, you, college uh, and it, Bandumel out of smu it,
0: exactly you get smu and they got the kid from alabama as well right yes um so then you start to get some pieces right So okay, now we're all in the right direction, and then you know, out of nowhere, then you know, obviously, um, you know, Gates gets the opportunity, a tremendous opportunity to go coach at Oregon. Um, Dana Altman is is had opportunities to go other places, the state of Oregon. So I'm sure that the the continuity or the you know the continuity in the sense of the head coach is going to be there. An up and coming program, you know, they're always NCAA bound, Um, regardless if it's the same position or not. I don't think that really means anything. I think it's you know, an option that I'm sure even before last year, last season, he had some options. They always are calling him for assistant coaches, oh, yeah. especially um, one that can recruit and thought of like him. So I'm not really surprised. I think it's a good thing for him and, in, 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 um, uh, you know, the program where people want to come and, like, poach your coaches. It's not the most ideal thing for Fred, I assume, unless he kind of knew about it. it was coming down and they had been talking yeah. about it. So he had already kind of had – some feelers out there, like in maybe the good, he has a plan in place. Right. But so, it's, like look, you said. look for Fred being in Iowa State, knowing enough, co- tons of coaches, being well respected both professionally and collegiately, coaching in both, being successful all the way up, you know, up and you know in both leagues, um, and then also being successful as a player. His you know Rolodex or, or book that he can call and have an you know an idea of who he can you know possibly you know one you know one two or three options to go to fill that position um he could probably do it um easier and faster than say if jay Rico was the coach and this is our first <laughs> big time job yeah and we were always an assistant and this is our first big time coach because we don't have the connection we don't have the, the, the we don't have the longevity to know and meet guys at coaching conventions at the you know down in vegas summer league yep. where you run it so yep. i think fred will do fine and it's just part of the deal it's part of being a coach and it's part of being a coach in a situation like this but I, I'm not worried about him filling that role. I'd be very surprised if he comes out like, man, I don't know who to call. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got options here. You got options to even maybe do two. Maybe, you know, um, you can find a way to, uh, you know, get strict in there, you know, because he has NBA experience, you know, and reffing experience, connections, developing, and he can give you something to be a, a go between between the players and then maybe another coach as well, mm. you know, like, you know, player development or something like that. So yeah. there's options out there. And uh, in, 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 situations like this is you gotta be, um, I think you should be forward thinking and I'll call it global thinking. Whereas don't just think of the next six to nine months, think of the next six to nine months times two, let's maximize this opportunity. Let's just say, okay, you know, it's kind of like where sometimes – and I remember this, you know, reading about um, Minnesota before P.J. Fleck got there, and it might have been like Jerry Kill where they was like, oh, we needed a defensive lineman, so we just offered two kids on this last little kind of dead period of recruiting, you know, cycle. Mm-hmm. Well, you really didn't want either of them. They just played defensive line, right? So now make sure you get the best coach for the situation or a coach or two for the situation. So to fit in and maximize and hit the line, hit the hit the ground running.
1: Yeah, it's like you said, Fred Hoiberg has a ton of connections. It it sucks that it's this late in the process for a coach to leave, but with the amount of connections he has, and you know the cachet that the Fred Hoiberg name carries, even even with the struggles that he's had in All Nebraska, right. you know he had the success at Iowa State. I I truly believe still to this day that he was set up to fail at Chicago. They revamped the entire roster and just left him with you know broken pieces here right. and there. Um, and he has his, his success when he played in the NBA. Yeah, he So, be fine. I, so I, I, he's it's... got enough connections where he'll be able to bring somebody in. And if you if you ask me, I have no idea. I can't name, like, a single assistant at really any other colleges or, or on NBA rosters that might be willing to step down a level and be an assistant at Nebraska. But, you know, a guy, oh, yeah, like, he'll a guy like Fred Hoiberg, he, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be able to find
0: somebody. I'll find him. When Fred will call you. You know, they'll listen, and it's usually a two-year contract. And you you don't know how the dominoes started. You know this could have been in the works for a while. And say, you know, it's a, you know, a lot of it's no different than football. You'll have a like an assistant coach that'll, knowing he's going to probably leave, but he has to stay through a recruiting cycle. Mm-hmm. So when, maybe in Oregon the coach wanted to stay through the recruiting cycle or had to, mm-hmm. and then that was always kind of like a timing thing. So yeah, the timing's not ideal for when you lose a, a a coach like Gates, but the timing is the timing, and you just deal with it and, and move on.
1: Just gonna have it's ah whatever.
0: Armand Gates is gone. He's going to Oregon. Fred Hoiberg
1: in Nebraska basketball looking for an assistant from here on out. um We were gonna take another break. We're not gonna take another break. We're just gonna go straight through. We'll take four breaks in one on one. I have a question for you because I saw this um, on Twitter. It's not uh, like a serious question. It's kind of right. like a silly thing. This guy went to um, Chelsea Football Club. They play over in England. They, yeah, they have yeah. like an exhibition here in the states. And Christian Pulisic, the, oh, the yeah, American, the American. He, he plays for Chelsea. Okay, he used to play for Borussia Dortmund yep, in, Germany. in Germany. Yeah. So this guy has a Borussia Dortmund jersey and a Team USA jersey, and he went to Chelsea's practice to get Christian Pulisic to sign, sign it. Yeah. And people are calling him out, saying, "Why are you bringing Dortmund jersey to a Chelsea practice? Like, what are you doing?" First off, uh, but the reason he posted this is because another player for Chelsea. Just walked up to him and signed both jerseys. Not Christian Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, now he's got to fight. Now you just ruined it. Like, cause you can't get that out. No, just some dude. I, well, he's not some dude. He's like a he's a pretty good player. I don't I don't know who he is, but I was going through the comments and people. were like, oh, he's, a, been, been people been like he's a class act. Like he's a
0: great guy. But like, I'd have been mad. He just walked up and just signed him. Oh, I'd have been hot. Because <laughs> you, you you had to go get that jersey or have it made. And I'm way over here. You ain't. Who knows if you're gonna get this chance again? And you signed the jersey. Oh no, I'll be hot, man. I was gonna ask you that, and then like, um, if you were, because
1: people are saying, why would he have signed it anyway? It's a it's a Dortmund jersey. He Doesn't play there anymore. They they're not rivals, but they don't like each other. Whatever. Um, if you had played for the Patriots, we're just gonna throw. If you had played for them, you were playing for the Bills, and somebody brought your Patriots, your jersey? Patriots jersey. I sign it.
0: Did you sign it? Yeah. Okay. I'd sign it. I'd sign it. Take a pick, whatever you need to do. Are you serious?
1: I that but that's what people were saying. He didn't now, say. No, no, if I like, had
0: never played for the Patriots and you like just made up a J-form, yeah, I ain't signing that. It, <laughs> you, you know, dude, like somebody shows up with a car out of Buffalo's J-form. Yeah. No. not no, <laughs> signing. But if I played there, yeah, I'd sign it. Okay. Yeah, I definitely would sign it. But the, the, that's the just the, like, but the, guy the best just... part is this the other dude just signed the jersey he
1: just he just walked up and like there's a video of him just like why wa- like the guy is video proof he just walks up he's like hey how you doing just signs it just signs both of them and then just like walks away and people are like oh well you had the jerseys just hanging there like he thought you know you wanted him to sign it and it's like no it it said you know number 10 it says pulisic right. on it and the guy yeah, your name it. is not pulisic i don't yeah, know what you're doing that.
0: so pulisic should send him a new jersey
1: Random guy at a Chelsea practice has a Brucey Dorman and Team USA jersey signed by a different Chelsea player.
0: That's like a bad. That's like a bad batch of sauerkraut for a German. <laughs> that's. I, mean, I would be so mad because they. I've seen those jerseys, and you see where they're kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I'm sure it's pretty expensive to get those things made. Well, no, it wasn't. It was two jerseys. Oh, two they're jerseys. They're still expensive. You're
1: right, they're still expensive. So. I'm trying to think of like That'd be like I got a Tom Brady jersey And I showed up to 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 Buccaneers practice I got a Patriots Tom Brady jersey And Blaine Gabbert And Blaine
0: Gabbert walks up and signs it Oh no I I, I got to get on social media You got to get me a new jersey That'd be man. a problem Yeah
1: Alright thank you so much Jay Talk to you tomorrow It's been great Let's do it again tomorrow Old school One on one Coming up Me and Nick Sainert Taking you for another hour The new look